to the Prophecy Club. As you know, we just completed our 2021 Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. And for the next several broadcasts, I'm going to be playing audio from that crusade. Enjoy. You won't like how it happened, but he's going to fix everything. There's going to be a lot of things in your life, boy, he's about to start fixing. You see, you hear more of the laughs coming from the ministers over here. You know why? The closer you get to him, you know, these, these pastors that say, oh, come to Jesus. God is love. I feel like saying, not the way he treats me. He's not. <laughs> yeah, he's a hard and cruel master. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yea, though that there's, there's COVID-19 out there, I will fear no evil. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not making fun of people to wear the mask. I'm just saying, I, I, I feel like they're, they're talking about now coming out with a passport that shows you've had the vaccine. I feel like we need to come out with a passport that says, Christian, I don't have to wear a mask. I have to get your stupid vaccine because I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus. Let me on the plane. Let me into the ball game. All of this garbage. I don't have to be six feet away from you. Because my God can take care of me and you. I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Now, you see that part? That my, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me? What is the rod? Okay, so the shepherd had a rod. And on one end it had a curve. And the other end was just stick. It's for used for two purposes. The, the hook up here is so the sheep gets stuck in something, the mud or something, for you to pull the sheep out, to pull the sheep back. What's the other end for? Now, the end that I have experienced most of the time is not the hooked end. It's the rod. Why? Because those I love, I chasten. So I know my God loves me because I'm always getting hit on. I walk around in fear all the time. And if you don't understand that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. You've got some lessons to learn. That prepares the table for me in the presence of my enemies. That means that when we're worried about not having food, we just put the empty plate in front of us, bow our head, close our eyes, thank you in Jesus' name for the food, and open it and it's there. What did David do? Why is it that David was made king, a shepherd boy? Why did God take a shepherd boy and make him a king? Why? I'll tell you what, because he had a harp. Oh, so if we have a musical instrument, that means we're always going to be blessed? No. I think what David did, he wasn't just tending sheep. He was spending time playing that harp, worshiping God. I think that what, what happened to me was there was a point in my my prayer closet walk where it reached to where words just wasn't enough. And I began to sing to him. And you may have noticed that not all of the words that come from your heart fit all of the tunes. So I began to where I would sing a tune and then I would fit in the words. And sometimes the words would have to be doctored, you know. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. But there's other times where I'd fill in my own words, worshiping him. Take a, a tune and just 
make it him. I think David did the same thing. I think he played a harp and just worshiped God. God looked down and said, you know what? I'm going to make this shepherd boy a king. As a result, the Lord delivered him out of the paw of the lion, out of the paw of the bear. So let's talk about it. Worship, praise, correction. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be in thy name. That's worship. Praise. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. That's praise. Correction. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Protection. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Back to worship. For thine is the kingdom with the power and the glory forever. And then we make our petition. Prayer closet is not saying you cannot ask things of God. It's just that that's not your objective. Many times I go into the prayer closet. There's times where I go in and say, you know what, Lord, I'm not going to ask you for a thing today. I'm just going to worship you. There's other times where I go in and say, after I get on worshiping you, I think it's time for Stan to have a little correction. So I want some of the best times in my prayer closet, the Lord thinks, is when I go in and say, okay, Lord, let me tell you, hmm, I messed up here, I did this, I messed up here, I didn't think of this, and I got angry here, blah, 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 and, I go through, and I'm just telling him all, and it's almost like, I'm glad to hear you realize it. I already saw it, but because you realize it, now, okay, I'll listen. The prayer closet is getting closer to God. It's worship, praise, correction, protection, worship, and then petition. That's a pretty good way to look at it. So how I built my prayer closet. I've kind of already talked about this. See if I've missed anything. There are my favorite words, and there's where they come from. Revelation 15, 1. I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous. Seven angels had the seven last, seven trumpets, had the seven last plagues. And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them gotten victory over the beast, and over his image, over his mark, and over the number of his name. Stand upon the sea of glass, having harps of God. And I think I got it mixed up with another place. Having the harps of God, and they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name, for thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. Now see, I changed that because the scriptures are saying, because your judgments are made manifest. In other words, when they see Jesus split those clouds and the heaven rolls back like a scroll, then they're going to know his power. But I'm saying when it happens. The second best words I say, these are the worship words. And I beheld, I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne. And the beasts and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times, 10,000 and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches, wisdom and strength, honor, glory and blessing. And every creature in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, blessing, honor, glory and power being him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And the four beasts said, Amen. I say, Amen. And the congregation says, Amen. Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever. 
more so than any other parts of the, of the Bible I've ever read or anything else I've ever done, when I go through those two sets of words. And that doesn't mean I just recite them over and over and over. But more so than any other time, I feel the anointing hit me. I feel the anointing touch me more often. And I say those often during the day, great and marvelous, great and marvelous, great and marvelous. Worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb. Because it's saying, look at the words, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches. Another place it says, because he was slain, has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred tongue, people and nation, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Because no other human in history was worthy to open and read the book. Now I have to look there. And the book, by the way, what's the book? It's not the book of the life. It is the book of judgment. The seven sealed judgment book. Because no one is worthy to judge unless he's first holy. And thou art holy. Thou only art holy. Because Jesus was holy, he's the only one that's able to open the book. Neither to look thereon. And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, it were, heard as it were the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts said, Come and see. And we go on, but I'll skip that for now. Don't go to the prayer closet to get. I don't go into the prayer closet to get. I go into the prayer closet to give. God is not a slot machine. It's not a gumball in the sky. I'm going to tell him how worthy he is, how great and marvelous he is. Let me give you some examples of how God protects. How are we doing on time? Okay. Leslie Anna was sitting at a light. She can tell the story better than I. And all of a sudden she looked up and there's a big, like a truck, an 18-wheeler coming behind her that is about to knock her out into the intersection. So she thought she might just go ahead and run the light. But she looked up and there's another big 18-wheeler coming this way. And she thinks, ah, this is not good. And about that time, she's a block down the road, sitting on the side of the road, stopped. Pretty close to correct? Yes, that's exactly what happened. Leslie and Leslie Ann were driving to the office a number of years ago. There was about an inch of snow. Have you told the story? <laughs> about an inch of snow had fallen on the Kansas pavement. And she looks up and there's a car coming right at her. And there's another car behind her. And so they thought that they would turn to miss them. And about that time, the car starts just going like this. She'll probably tell it a little bit different. But and so that both her and Leslie Ann at the same time started saying, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. She said, and then the car finally come to a stop. She looked up. The SUV that was right in front of the red car behind them. Gone. They were about to get hit in a car by, by two cars. Right? Because we have a prayer closet. Oh, Stan, how do you know that? I don't. But I do know that those kind of things happen because we have the prayer closet. I believe I would not be here if I didn't have the prayer closet. I remember one night I was going to racquetball. And boy, that where I was playing racquetball at the time, 
they said the ball drops at 7 o'clock. That means, Stan, if you want to warm up, you get here 10, 15 minutes early. That doesn't mean you start warming it up at 7 o'clock. That means the ball drops at 7 o'clock and the game starts. So I was running late. So I ran into my car and I thought, oh. I forgot my knee brace. At the time, I was having trouble with my knee. So I'm running back into the, the bedroom. I'm digging around in the bottom of the closet. Where's that? And then I, oh, the knee brace, knee brace is in the back seat of the car. I ran out, opened it. Yeah, sure, there's the knee brace. So I get in the car and I'm heading to the interstate. I'm grabbing gears. And about that time, I see these two lights shining up over here. And here's an 18 wheeler. And the cab, the lights are shining straight up. The 18 is all tangled up in a knot. And here's another car over here. And dust was still in the air because the accident had just happened. Well, I'm on the way to racquetball. I figure I could really help them. So I hit the cell phone, called 911. Told him the exit number, said there's an accident down there, and went on to play racquetball. After racquetball, I'm driving home now. The accident's all cleaned up. It's all gone. As I drive by, the Lord speaks to my heart and says, that was your time. I wake up the next morning. Leslie says, say, cheer, there's an, uh, an accident right down here at this next exit. Yeah, I did. As a matter of fact, I said, I drove by it when the dust was still in the air. The accident just happened. She said, what was happening is the car was going the wrong way down the interstate and had decided it was going to commit suicide and run head on to the very next car. But because God arranged for me to realize that I forgot my knee brace, he protected me. I wouldn't be here tonight without this God. So you ask if I'm afraid of a COVID-19 or if I'm afraid of a, of a mark of the beast. Am I afraid of dying? No, I'm not. What I am afraid of is offending my God or disappointing my God. So to me, my life, my life, my life, my life is in the prayer closet. That's my life. But Stan, how do I know I'm tested? Well, that's a pretty good test. So Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams, wherewith his spirit was troubled and his sleep break from him. So one of the tests to know if you're close enough to God is to see if you can get him to answer you in a dream. So what I would do is I wouldn't speak out loud where the devil can hear. I would only speak in my heart and I would ask it. Now it's got to the point to where I can ask it in my heart. And if it's a yes or no question, I will almost always get either a big yawn or an anointing touch me just like I did right then. Um, ask in our heart a question. Now it needs to be something, you know, not like do I buy this stock or something like that. But I mean, a really, really serious life question. Ask it in our heart. And ask God to give us a dream to answer the question that night. Here's the example. So the king commanded to call the magicians, astrologers, and sorcerers, and all the Chaldeans and show the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. The king said, I've dreamed a dream. My spirit was troubled me to know the dream. The Chaldeans said to king, O Syriac, O king, live forever. Thus tell thy servants the dream and we will show the interpretation. King answered and said to the Chaldeans, ah, the thing is gone from me. 
But if you'll not make known unto me the dream, the interpretation thereof, you should be cut in pieces and your house should be made a dunghill. So, the test is can we ask in our heart and can we get an answer by a dream? Now, if we don't get an answer the first night, it's not the end of the world. Still got a few years yet. Ask again. Two, three, four times. But I will say this. If, you, if it's a serious and important question and you ask three or four times and you cannot get an answer by dream, then based upon those scriptures, then we should be concerned. So it should be that he says, my sheep hear my voice and another they will not hear. Another they will not follow. Is the rare thing that the king requires? They said, there's another that can show it before the king except the gods. Thank you. That's the point. Only God can hear our heart. Only God can speak to our heart. I've discovered that God has a back door to every one of us. And he gets to hear every one of our thoughts. I was looking out the window at the hotel last night. I was watching the cars drive down the interstate. And I said, you know, you're great and marvelous, Lord. Great and marvelous. I don't see how you can know the thoughts of everyone driving down that interstate right now. But you know more than that. You not only know the thoughts of all of those people driving down the interstate, but you know the thoughts of everyone on the earth now. But you know more than just the hairs upon the head of everybody on the earth now. You know the hairs, every thought, every deed, every intent of the heart of everyone past, present, and future. I don't understand that. I don't understand how my God can be so great and so awesome. So that's the test. If you want to know. If you're close enough to the Lord to get God's protection in the day of trouble, there's a pretty good test. Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time. So Daniel went in and prayed. He got Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah was their Hebrew names. His prayer companions to pray with him. That they would desire concerning this secret. Then was the secret veiled to Daniel in the night. Daniel blessed the God of heaven after repeated attempts if we cannot get. And by the way, I have to back up and show you. I didn't put it here, but then was the secret revealed and God blessed the God of heaven saying, wisdom and might are yours. You change at the times and seasons. You removeth kings and setteth up kings. You giveth wisdom to the wise and knowledge to them that know understanding. You revealeth the deep and secret things. You knoweth what is in the darkness and the light dwelleth with you. And I thank you, O Lord God Almighty. And I thank you for what you've done in this crusade, and what this conference, what you've done already in the lives of the people. And Lord, once again, we say, Lord, show us your hand and your might. Show us your hand and your might. Show us that your name is Jehovah anytime you want to in Jesus' name. So what can prevent God from speaking? Anything less than Christ-likeness, sin, especially the Ten Commandments, anything displeasing to God, disharmony in marriage. <sighs> you know, I think, yeah, oh, oh, okay. All right, well, that's very good, very good. So I put this into a DVD back in like 2007. And of the 37 DVDs I've made, it's still, I think, number one by a long shot, all of the other DVDs. Of the people that come up and talk to me, they, I get more comments on this particular DVD than any of the 37 I've made. People say that it has changed their life. Now, if you look at that, <clears throat> Leslie Ann made this, uh, this cover. And you see that it's got bricks there. You see gold bricks. And that's signifying that I'm getting a brick from heaven. 
I'm getting a brick from heaven, and I'm building a prayer closet. So what I'm going to challenge you to do tonight, if you will make a vow. Now let me explain. A vow is something very serious before God. A vow is something we do not break. It's very serious to take a vow. Don't take a vow unless you're really serious about it. But if you're willing to take a vow that you will build a prayer closet defined as on your knees at least once a day for the rest of your life. Not because Stan Johnson asked you to. Not because you attended the Sevenfold Miracle Crusades. And not because you got a piece of gold. By the way, this is actual genuine gold. Solid gold. Paint. Solid gold colored paint on a wooden block. And yes, these are Jenga blocks that we painted gold. But we, we could not wait until I got up here and said, yes, this is genuine gold, solid genuine gold paint on a solid wooden block. <laughs> there was a conspiracy. But if you're willing to make a vow, a commitment before God, if he will remind you every night to get on your knees, get on your face if you want to, but get on your knees and worship him. I didn't say pray, I didn't say pray for others, I didn't say beg, to simply tell your God how awesome and how wonderful you think he is. If you're willing to do that, then as a token to remind you of your vow to God, then in just a moment, not yet, then I want to invite you to come up here and get one of these genuine, solid, gold, paint-covered pieces of wood. It's not a paperweight. It's not something to let the grandchildren play with. It's not something to throw the dog to bring back. This is something, every time you see this, I want you to remember this night. I want you to remember the night that God touched your heart and said, if you'll come and worship me, then I will lead you beside the green pastures. I'll restore your soul. I'll lead you into the paths of righteousness. I will set you on high. With long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. If you do this, I will hear your prayers. I will answer you. All of the genuine promises that God has made. And it's not in a gold colored piece of wood. But this will represent and help you to remember this night. From now on, this is my promise, my vow to you. You set this on a desk, you set it up in a wood, in your, your bookcase, put it in a drawer, someplace you run across from time to time. Always remember that vow. Doesn't mean anything to me. It's a vow between you and God. So here's what we're going to do in just a minute. If you will make that vow, again, make it carefully. I mean, you don't even have to do it right now. If you want to think about it, that's okay too. You want to think about it, pray about it for a couple of days. You want to come back and get another brick after you've made your decision. That's okay too. It's more important that you made that commitment for God than it is for you to come up and get a gold painted piece of wood tonight. Wood's going to be around. But I want to pray for you. 
First, I want to pray everyone will make that commitment. But then if you're willing to make that commitment, then I'm going to ask you to stand for a second prayer. Okay? First of all, Lord, I pray. I pray in Jesus' name that you speak to the hearts of the people. Because, Lord, this is what you want from them more than anything else in their life. More than money, more than church attendance, more than singing, more than reading or memorizing your word. You want their heart. You want worship. This is the number one thing you want from them. Lord, speak to the heart what you would have them to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you're willing to make a commitment, tell you what, tell you what, let's do this. If you're willing to make a commitment to build a prayer closet, then I'm going to ask you to come up and get a, a, a genuine gold-painted piece of wood. Take it back to your chair. And then once you have your, your wood, then, then I'll, I'll pray for all of you that have your, your wood. Okay, so if you want to make that commitment, come on up and get a genuine, solid, gold-painted, that solid gold paint piece of wood. Now, this is solid gold paint. Solid gold paint, man. I am holding up a piece of wood that is gold painted. And if you'd like to have one, it is available free of charge at Prophecy Club. All you have to do is just pay for the shipping and you can call 785-266-1112 and one will be shipped to you. Or you can email us at contact at prophecyclub.com. Contact at prophecyclub.com. Give us your address, and we will send you one of the gold-painted wooden bricks only, I say only, if you are willing to make a commitment to build your prayer closet. 785-266-1112 or contact at prophecyclub.com. Contact at prophecyclub.com. Just give us your address and pay for the shipping. Solid gold. Solid gold paint. No mixed paints. Also, you folks online, if you want to make the commitment, if you will call Prophecy Club, we'll get you a brick somehow. We'll get you a, a genuine, solid, gold paint pieces of wood. This is solid gold paint now. Covered wood. Call Prophecy Club. Say, I want one of those gold bricks. And we're going to say, what's your address? We'll send it to you. I'm going to interrupt the broadcast right there. If your heart is with us, I'm asking you to become a member. Actually state before God that you are with our vision to win thousands upon thousands of souls, to teach prophecy and walk in sevenfold miracles, to be a blessing and give answers in the time of trouble. If this is your heart, go to prophecyclub.com and click on membership. Only takes 90 seconds. This will help us to get a loan for an office and a church to do the work of the ministry. Prophecyclub.com Terry Sock of Cornerstone Asset Metals is a prophecy student, reads his King James Bible, and wants to help Prophecy Club win souls even if it means he loses money. I think that's the right attitude. When someone values winning souls more than making money, and he's doing so by sponsoring Prophecy Club on radio. So... If you'd like to help win souls, the next time you need gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins, contact CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. They can help you roll over your IRA, 401k, so just tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. 
Prophecy Club sent you. Each single Prophecy Club DVD is a gift of $30. In that you know the Internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. Here's the best deal we've ever offered at the Prophecy Club. Five Help Pre-Trib 1, five Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, five God's Warning to America, five Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, and ten Miss the Mark, 40 books, gift of $100, prophecyclub.com, prophecyclub.com. Click like, share, and subscribe.